Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a relationship, dating, and sex coach based in Kansas City who loves to talk to people about their sex lives and what goes on in their relationships. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening with your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. Joining me today on the podcast is a longtime friend. He's also one half of Fuller Creative. Full disclosure, that's the marketing company that I utilize. But I'm here with my friend, Stephen Fuller. Hey, Kristen. Uh, Thanks for having me today for us to look at kind of a, a new world of digital sexuality. Yeah, so Stephen is a guy I turn to for all things marketing as well as a lot of things tech. And we were talking about something that's only been out for a couple of years. I was really interested when he first told me about it, and that's virtual reality porn. Yeah, and uh, to, to be honest, as a customer, it was a little awkward to broach this uh, <laughs> conversation with you about how, how we were going to do this, but I do think that I think it's something that uh, is very important for what we're looking at, the future of, of sexuality in, in the United States, but, but in the world as VR becomes more prevalent. Yeah, absolutely. So today, he's asked me to come over. I'm going to put on a headset, and I'm going to try out virtual reality porn, and we're just going to kind of commentate, discuss why virtual reality porn is becoming such a big thing, some of the potential applications for it. We're really just going to shoot the shit, I think, while I do this virtual reality porn here at your house, which, hey, your wife's in the other room. Yeah, yeah. Again, full disclosure and, you know, consent and and all of that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to, to your experience and your responses because everyone's different. I was wowed by it. You may freak you out. <laughs> Not much freaks me out these days when it comes to human sexuality. So, <laughs> um, if anything, I'm kind of worried. I'm just going to want to run out and buy one of these headsets and try it out myself. So, but we'll see. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's strap in and, uh, and thanks for coming over today. Thank you for having me because... <laughs> I don't know anybody else who's comfortable enough to just come over, <laughs> put on their headset, and talk about virtual reality porn yeah. in just a very like matter-of-factual way. So Let's get to work. Well, this will be my first experience with virtual reality porn. I've heard a lot about it. Have you ever done VR before? Uh, once or twice, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, this is a full headset. This is the Oculus Go. Okay. Uh, everything is in here. You're online. I'm going to get you set up. And then hand this thing off to you. Okay. Uh, once you put this on, it's gonna be a, it can be a little bit disorienting because you are yeah. in a totally different environment. Um, but what we're gonna look at today is what I feel like is porn finally becoming what we want porn to be. Because it's gonna be like immersive. It's not just looking at a screen and everything else. Like it, you're just in it, right? Right. Right. So, and it's usually, now there's different options to choose from, and you can look at all of these. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you where I feel like the failures are right now, because I kind of want you to see that, maybe identify um, on your own, and maybe what I feel like are failures 
because I, I want to walk around in a hologram room and be able to do whatever I want, like Star Trek. <laughs> like Star Trek, yes. Yeah. Um, so what I feel like are failures may not be for other people. Mm-hmm. But when we have a desktop and then a laptop and now our phones and we, we want to look at porn, we, there's still an imagination thing. Mm-hmm. We have to put ourselves in like, yeah, you know, on this, even though it's a four inch screen, I'm in the room, you know, with, with these people or whatever is going on. Um, if I say too much, it's going to give like wild insights into what my porn habits are. So I like, yeah, cause your phone's to, listening to you. Right. Try not to give too many details. Well, and your, uh, your device is listening to us for the world to hear. This is true. Um, so, uh, so with the go, you don't need a computer. Oh, this, okay. This has its own set of apps. It's this. So it just needs Wi-Fi? This is it. <laughs> and once you've installed Genius. the apps, you don't need to be on the internet unless you want new new stuff. Oh, so anything okay. you've downloaded. So this particular, this is kind of what I would call the low end, 200 bucks. I think I've seen those for sale at Walgreens, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, not Walgreens, but Best Buy. Best Buy. Um, I don't know. There's a VR screen there at, at Walgreens. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, why are people buying that at Walgreens? But, okay. They've, they've got the little ones. And we're looking at doing some uh, of the cardboard branded, you know, fuller creative branded VR stuff to, for us to deliver uh, presentations and, and video and stuff through. So that's what we bought this for. But you never... Just use anything that you buy for its intended purpose. Every single thing that you buy ends up, I got to see what this porn is like <laughs> yeah. on this thing at some point. And so that was, a, that was kind of the path uh, that I've headed down. And I've told people, um, this, is the, this is kind of the next step uh, in the, the evolution. Got so it. we're going to size this up for your face. Okay. You want it nice and... Snug, but not. Uh, you know, you don't want to leave imprints on your face, and then <laughs> thank you. You don't want to like, don't break. You don't want it to break your fourth wall by seeing light. We may not be able to get all of that because this is fitted to me. Gotcha. Um, but for the most part, so on the sides are Velcro pieces. We can tighten up. I can help you with. Okay. But you're just going to pull it down. Uh, actually, first, let me get us to where we need to be. Okay. And then I will hand All this right. off to you. Um, so everything that you do is going to be through this thumbstick. Okay. Kind of so, looks like a little joystick from Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. It's got like a gun trigger. Uh-huh. So the fits, fits in the palm of your hand. This is a touchpad. Okay. So scroll up and down just by rubbing your thumb on it. If you push on it, it clicks. Okay. Okay. This is your back button. This is called the Oculus button. You push it to center. Okay. Okay. So if you're if you're looking and you're like, where the, I'm lost in 360 <laughs> land. So you just put your arm straight out, hold that button down, and it will recenter everything on where your eyes are currently looking. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm gonna navigate us to where <coughs> we need to be, and then I'm gonna hand this off. Now, do you uh, do you want to know or talk about where we're at? Yeah. Uh, so the one thing, I, I think there's a bunch of people probably doing it, but 
Uh, porn drives everything. Porn drove the growth of the internet. Porn yeah. drives software. Porn drives computer development. Porn, you know, and porn drove VHS sales. VHS over beta. It, porn drove Laserdisc. I mean, that, that's the, the, the way of things. Um, so, uh, just like on your computer, there is a browser. You do need to keep in mind that Oculus is owned by Facebook. Okay. So... For right now, uh, I don't give a shit, so you're playing kind of in my Oculus, uh, which is connected to my Facebook, but I'm, I'm a completely open book when it comes to that stuff. So we're going to go to the browser. I'm going to enter private mode um, so that when your kids get on your VR at home, uh, they don't see uh, what you're going to. Got it. And I'm going to navigate us to Pornhub. VR, because I think that they are doing a really good job with integration of all devices, whereas everyone else has um, some additional hoops to jump through. Okay. And that doesn't work for all devices. Um, I need to polish up this lens for you. I'm going to hand this off, which is going to change some things, and I'll walk you through kind of getting back where you need to be. Uh, you're going to be at the top of the Pornhub browser, and you're just going to do this, so you can see my thumb, mm-hmm. yeah. to scroll through, just like you're on your laptop. All right. When you see a thing that you like, you just click on it mm-hmm. with the trigger. Got it. And it will open it up. Most of this is going to be 180, but there are 360. So mm. if you find that sitting doesn't work, I stand up all the time, uh, but then I also, I'm the kind of person that gets really involved in my media, so I start walking around, and then I run into shit. <laughs> Let me polish this. Okay. Let's go ahead and all see right. how that back back to front. Fuck up my hair. Uh, which is abnormal Ooh, I hit the button. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Well, hey there. Whoa. Okay, this is your background photo. Makes me feel like I'm falling. Oh, we're we're standing on top of the Grand Canyon. You're right-handed. Yes. So this is another piece uh, that, obviously, if I'm looking at VR porn, I, for 30 minutes, I'm Mm left-handed. So... So right now, where are you at? What do you see? Uh, I see a video with the explanation. Of course, the art on the bottom corner is three minutes. Hey, it's got 1.7 thousand views and it's 100% thumbs up. Uh, so let's just try this one. Do I hit the trigger? Yep. Okay. So is there any sound with this? So, yes, I'm going to, you tell me if, uh, if it turns it up. I do see a volume button going up, and it's all the way up. Okay. Okay, here we go. It is 360 sound, and it's the reason I asked for headphones earlier, but you will, without the headphones, you'll still be able to hear. Mm. Oh, there we go. Attention! This video is best you with VR goggles. Okay, so I guess it would just look strange if you were watching it on a normal screen. Yeah, you could still use it. And you know how when you're on Facebook and you look at a 360 thing, you have to, like, 
move your finger back and forth, mm -hmm. that's what you would do. Okay. I wonder if I can pick up the audio on this. Do you want me to like hold the mic up to the where the speaker is? Sure. Do they talk a lot in these things? Uh, well, it depends on which one you, you choose. You might have, gotcha. It sounds like you picked one with a storyline, in which you can also fast forward. So just like you click on it, and you can move that. I'm going to do a little trip. That makes me feel better. Okay. <laughs> kind of pause, though. It hasn't picked back up. Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah, I could see how this is a lot more fun. So, what I'm seeing right now is a gal with a... Oh, what are these called? Damn it. She's going down on a toy that is shaped like a person. Oh, now she's riding a toy. But it's like it's right in front of me. Unfortunately, you can't do anything about regular porn script. Uh, I know. Like, that's the only problem is the, like, still being so fake. But, yeah, this is much more like you're sitting in the room with her while she's riding this toy. Yeah, you can just, like, look around and see what's going on up here, too. It's a little, um, you know, it's not smooth. It's, it's obviously not as good of a quality of a video as, like, a watching HD porn and things like that, it's... Well, it may be where we're at right now. And oh, the, like the, the, the soundproofing and signal? Because that is a... Uh, Oculus VR is in 4K and 8K. Gotcha. Okay, so... Back. If you want to go back, back, you use that second uh, from the top button if the touchpad doesn't do it for you. No, yep, the, so the, that Okay. All right, let's look at some more here. Here we go. Okay. Um, well, hold on one second while it, you do that so I can try to help you. Ooh, I can just scroll down and see others below it. There we go. You may get a permission. <laughs> it's like a Velma and Daphne themed <laughs> one. Yeah, let's go for that. Scooby-Doo, why not? Clicked on the video that it's just taking taking a sweet ass time. Hmm. Now there okay. there are Let's try a different one. There's Let's a couple other options here. And again, would maybe a quiet room isn't always conducive to internet. Here we go. Let's just do a different video. Rather than wait for Velma. <laughs> Scooby-Doo one. Alright, so start. Here we go. Yeah, the sound quality is really good for not having headphones in. Oh, this is going to be interesting. It's more like point of view from the guy's perspective. Guess whose arm got destroyed last night and I had to fix it again. This is the last time you destroy my hard work, Ed. 
understand why can't you just stay out of trouble? <laughs> why? Do a lot of these rely pretty heavily on the the person interacting more with me as the viewer? So there are, there's all different kinds. So you still have the same choices you have within within uh, standard Pornhub. Gotcha. Um, but you have to, you know, who, what companies out there have shot those in 360? So you you have full rooms. You know, one of the things that I've been thinking about is like, what if you, what if you just shot an orgy, mm-hmm. and then you could just walk walk around, that, yeah. walk through that environment and observe. I don't like when they get really close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: is like you you just took a you know your podcast listeners can't see this actually. But you just took a step backwards. like. Well, I, like I'm laying here, but yeah, my head, I went back, yeah. Yeah, and I imagine like she just put her boobs right in your face or something. Yeah, she leaned forward and like whispered in my ear, but it was so close that it just felt like I was about to get hit. Yeah. But now it's back to kind of give me more like the man's perspective, and it's like I'm laying here on a bed, and like I have the penis, and she is giving me a blowjob. Like, my view is basically his body is mine in front of me. Right. And so that, from the from the male perspective... Would that be really hot. Would be really hot. Where's the failure? Uh, well, obviously, I can't really, like, interact with her. I'm not, you know, telling her what to do. And, and, and that's the thing, like, it's because it's of the script. It's like she's trying to elicit something from me, but if that's not, you know, what I'm connecting with, then... I don't care about the dialogue, just get to the sex, I guess. Here's, here is my, like, you know, my second or third thought mm-hmm. that I had as soon as I was looking at this. He's laying there like a dead fish, too. It's the typical failure of porn. How many of these are from the male perspective? Mm-hmm. So Rather now, than her doing it to him. Or even, like, if I was a chick, well, I'm sure there's chicks laying there taking, like... That's what I, uh, we can look and see if we can find that. Uh Like, I'll have you use the search and check that out. But again, we're looking at some typical failures of porn. Male perspective. Male-centric. White male-centric. White male-centric, yeah. White male-centric. White girl-centric, maybe. Although, up here in the menu, let's look at the menu search then. Uh, Okay, menu. So, it might end just... Wait, maybe I didn't want that menu. Because am I in just a VR section here? Yeah, you are in the VR section of Pornhub. So okay. you would you would want to search like female point of view okay. VR porn. Uh, well, let's do it. I can just do female POV, right? Yep. POV, for those of you out there who are not into porn, is point of view. Uh... Okay, how do I get it to actually search? Oh, there we go. Okay. Now, the All right, so again, still just like her getting, her getting blasted. Okay, let's see here. Oh, this one is more like her giving. Let's try this one. Oops. And there are 
still some hiccups in navigation is new. Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, if you're sitting there with your dick in your hand and you got to go through some of these problems. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get what you're saying now about having to use this remote control left-handed. Which you have to go. I don't think this is a VR one that I ended up in, though. Okay, but we okay. can talk about something else while you're in here. Okay. You're by yourself. Yeah. In any environment, mm-hmm. in your car, in a closet, uh, mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. and you have an entire theater to yourself at the moment because yeah. I, you're looking at a sixty foot screen, but you are sitting in a chair, and there's no one else in the room. Yeah. So that's also one of the other like if you are looking at regular porn or a movie or or whatever, it's still a more fun environment to see it in because yeah. you're not. You're not looking at a teeny tiny screen. Yeah. So, one of the other things that that this offers is uh, I travel, and mm-hmm. I don't always travel with my wife. For the most part, I do, but I don't always travel with my wife. And there's been a lot, uh, you know, throughout ten years of marriage, there's been plenty of webcam mutual masturbation, uh-huh. which is a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> but inside of the VR world, I can create my own room. So you have a room that you can invite friends to. Okay. So if the way that they have pitched it is go to the basketball game with your buddy, right? Because you can get pull up, you can both go into the room on your separate oculuses on separate sides of the country, mm-hmm. and you can watch the game. Okay. And there's the little microphone is right there next to your mouth, and you can talk through the VR, and it's just like sitting next to your buddy. You guys both have an avatar, right? Okay, yeah. But you could also watch porn with someone or a significant other in a fully immersive VR environment. So now you're both inside of this room. Um, So I... I think from that perspective, that's also, that's also fun. You could uh, effectively, you know, not even be in a relationship, but you could invite someone that has an Oculus into your shared room. You guys could both, you know, do your thing, have virtual sex, mm-hmm. and, you know, very Ready Player One style here, and talk to that person and never actually meet that person. Or... Uh, or with your significant other if they're traveling. Say, I mean, think about like people who go work, work in an oil field for six months. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. is a, this is a different form of intimacy connection yeah. that is possible that we didn't have before. You were just kind of, you know, this is making do, but it was also a different way of making do. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. I mean, I think that is one of the, the things that's fascinating to me about technology is that, you know, there's, did you see that study that came out recently and talked about how people are having less sex than ever before? Because they're, they're, they're monitoring that in the form of intercourse, you know? Mm-hmm. And there were, I don't think that things like that study are keeping into account things like non-traditional relationships and ways that people find sexual satisfaction outside of actual intercourse. That, like you say, if you're, you know, traveling, you're busy, things like that, that there can still be sexual satisfaction in other ways that don't involve actual intercourse, which is what most people constitute being sex. Yeah. 
you gotta get creative these days, right? So the where there is you know potential risk or failure there is there are there are people who would get totally sucked into this and not potentially not seek uh, real physical intimacy. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I would say there might be a danger in a teenager being able to access uh, VR porn because it would it will kind of set. Uh, it would set it, it, you know, we already, I don't know that I believe in this term, but, you know, America struggles with the term of porn addiction. Yeah. What I really think, though, is that it, it, it might set a bad precedent for a teenager to completely find that as an outlet. But how fun would it be for a, a couple if, like, the, you know, husband goes and gets a flashlight and the the other significant other has their preferred sex toy or whatever and it it just adds a new dimension yeah i mean the worry about what teens are going to think and do when porn started taking over the internet was a big concern and i i would say that yeah we've had some issues because it can go to the wrong place for people but for a lot of other people it's it can be a good teacher depending upon what they're watching. It can help them be more accepting of their body depending upon their watching. So, I mean, I think there's been good and bad with the rise of internet porn. Um, there's going to be good and bad that's going to come along with virtual reality porn for sure. Uh, so, as we've been talking about this, I've kind of been searching through. Um, I'm finding a little bit more diversity, but man, there's a lot of parodies. Uh, like I've seen Twilight, I've seen Star Wars, Lara Croft, like there's been all sorts of them. Um, and a lot of it also looks to be amateur. So part of me is curious, like, how do you film VR at home? So, uh, if I were to answer this question... <laughs> because you've done the research about the technology for this podcast so right. that you knew how to answer this question. So, the, how, how the, the, the camera works is it actually... Uh, each lens records in more than... Here we go. Sorry, it's, someone I want to watch. It's 180 environment so that there's overlap. Between the two, between the two lenses, okay, and it it weaves those images together, so you still gotcha. get uh, if you're in the 360 environment, and so what you've probably seen is there's a lot of 180 porn in there. Yeah, in the 360 environment, you still get a small area that's like where the stick is, or the tripod, or the helmet cam, or whatever. So I imagine it's it may be a little bit difficult to shoot 360 porn because you've got to have it like you've got to have that thing in between you and the partner. Yeah. Right. Um, so you you know I think that that element right now uh, with the way that the cameras are um, might be a slight obstruction, mm -hmm. but if you make it part of the fun uh, of doing it to look back and, uh, and, and enjoy later. 
let's let's take this to another level, which is where I think of VR in general. We've recorded that thing, mm -hmm. that instance between uh, you know me and my significant other, and I am now old, uh -huh. or I have dementia, ah. or I have Alzheimer's, uh -huh. and I can go back to and fully experience that time and that intimacy with my partner. Oh my God, I never thought of that. That's no longer, you know, potentially no longer available anymore. Or, or what about for the other partner? Uh, you know, you've done a lot of work with caregiving mm -hmm. and, and talking about intimacy while you're, you're, you're caregiving your, your partner. But it also gives that partner a chance to experience the intimacy that they used to have with their now sick or disabled partner as well um so from that perspective i think that that you know that that's a benefit okay so i'm currently watching it's obviously from japan and it's the guy's perspective and there's five women in front of them and the girl that's like in front of me right now her nipples are showing but they've actually gray barred out her vulva Yes. Typical to all Japanese porn. Ah. Nipples are fine, but vulvas are not. So, yeah. you uh, Pubic hair. This is a three-hour-long porn. <laughs> 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 I gotta fast forward here and see what's up. Um, oh, even his dick is pixeled out. Yeah. So, actual ah, genitalia. Actual genitalia. Well, that's not fun. So, that would be considered... Showing genitalia would be considered extreme or taboo. Gotcha. So, if you're really wanting... Wow, this is like she is right up on me. Like, I felt like her hair almost brushed my face. But I can't look down and see her vulva or his penis. Like, thanks, your nipples are fine, but not what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, if you were, if you were just a boobs person, then uh, then it would be good. Plus, the uh, I also struggle with the um, the baby sounds, the, or little girl, you know, like the yeah. in Japanese porn. It's like, the... oh, I'm, I'm innocent, a little girl. I'm mm -hmm. like, you look like you're 40. Like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of uh, schoolgirl stuff, I think, there too. So. Yeah. yeah, and Let's maybe, um, uh, you know, it's kind of that, that weaker sex strength mm -hmm. thing. It's a, that's a cultural, uh, that's definitely a cultural difference. Uh, Admittedly, I've not watched much Japanese porn. Well, I would say that as a coach, you now, now you have to go I'm through and branching out. That's for porn. sure. I've watched a lot of gay porn, like male male, female female. Oh well, this is just strange because I'm like the tall guy and looking down at them. I feel like I'm on stilts, like, <laughs> like I feel like I'm gonna fall over and I'm sitting down. Um, yeah, I've definitely branched out when it comes to my porn watching habits lately. Not even just to for for pleasure time, just to see like what's out there. I've watched trans porn. I've watched. Oh, gosh. Well, anal, lots of... I don't know, just kind of seeing what's out there. And now you've and watched... And, man, there's a lot of... Um, oh, just, there's so many stereotypes in porn, and I get it. It's just because they're trying to find things that appeal to, to different people. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's problematic in a lot of porn, obviously. So, as you get out there exploring, it can be... See, I can't even back up. Right. <laughs> It is too close. Yeah, there's still, you know, as far as filming. Yeah, because it, it's giving me, like, 
cross-eyed. There's still some failures in, in you know, it's in its infancy, and so yeah. they're they're still learning distances and things that we that we already know about cameras. Mm-hmm. So uh, another thought of VR as a tool is, uh, you know, this potentially becomes another sex toy. Yeah. So you could, you or your partner could have the VR goggles on, mm-hmm. watching uh-huh. something, while your partner is doing things to you. This is true. Um, and you wouldn't... Can I borrow this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just make sure to, uh, to, to use the Clorox wipes afterwards. Uh, yeah. Of course. Um, but, uh, and there is a level of unknown anticipation because you can't actually see what your partner is going to do. Mm-hmm. So kind of like blindfolding, or, which right. is often a very fun exercise I recommend for couples to take away a, a sense because um, then it helps heighten the other senses. It's Okay, this did just get really hot. And not only is it is it taking... It's not just taking away a sense, but it's also adding mm-hmm. a dimension to your sense. So you can't see what's going on around you, but you're fully immersed inside of this other world. Mm-hmm. And your partner can't necessarily see what's going on there. And they're just trying to give you pleasure or enjoy you. So maybe yeah. if you have a couple that's having that's struggling with intimacy with each other at the moment mm-hmm. um, for, for whatever reason, you know, a lot of times we might, you might recommend like, hey, let's sit down and watch porn together and do it. But if maybe you've had some uh, emotional uncomfortability, something has happened between the two of you, maybe there's an, an injury that has made it yeah. hard, you know, uh, uh, let's say let's. I like using the Deadpool example. So, your significant other looks like Deadpool. <laughs> you still love them. You yeah. still uh, want to be intimate with them, but it's in the first couple of months of this new uh, look, or maybe a new disability. Uh-huh. And now you can have a way to maybe ease into that water of. Uh, Hey, we can still, you know, we can still be intimate together in in this way. And I'm just, this is, you know, I, I want your listeners to know, this is all just me talking off the cuff. There may be a therapist who is like, here are here are a thousand reasons why that's a terrible idea. Well, but, I mean, but what works doesn't work for one person could work for another. It's and the thing about it is just there's options. You know, options aren't going to work for everybody, but. Part of this podcast is just to help people know what's out there, what's available to them, and this VR porn is just so new, and, okay, sorry, I gotta take a break, got to a hot part. Okay, let's get out of that one. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute, so stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. So, okay, so what about... um... What about if your significant other mm-hmm. becomes a paraplegic? And now... Uh, this would be a way for them to like really feel like they're in the moment with you. Yeah, you could actually... Or just a person. Like, we do a lot of boudoir yeah. stuff now as a culture. Like, it's getting more and more popular. Uh-huh. But what if you made an intimate 
360 experience for your significant other. Yeah, of yourself. Yeah. Um, to enjoy now in their virtual reality world wherever, whenever they want. Yeah. Uh, say you have a, a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. And you could record yourself for your significant other's posterity, which also now enters into another danger zone because now do you never let go of your significant other because you have you right. have you have them in this little gray box. Yeah. Um so I that's that's where I'm at, is I think that there is some um there's some real potential within this technology right now, not only for a fun sexuality experience, not just for something to do by yourself, but I think that there are some next level applications inside of sex coaching, sex therapy, um, reconnecting with, reconnecting with a partner. Um, you know, maybe there are some applications for, um, you know, one of the one of the articles that that we're going to post through Open the Doors this week mm-hmm. is there. It's a it's a woman's uh, article. It's her perspective on trauma that she is still experiencing through her relationship with her husband when he's trying to be intimate with her now that she had from a previous relationship. Whenever he comes up behind her. She automatically tenses up mm-hmm. because uh, there was uh, her, her previous boyfriend, there was an attempted uh, rear entry rape. Oh, uh, okay. And so, okay, can we work through some of those things inside of a VR space in, in therapy or in coaching so that then when we go back home uh, in the real world environment, it's not as as difficult. So, you know, for me, uh, I've experienced a a very big physical trauma, had a very big injury Uh last year. With that injury, uh, there were certain sounds that happened. So for a while, any loud noises would trigger uh, a response in me. Right. But and so, like, I would be in the house playing with my kids, and I, a balloon would pop, and I would have an emotional response. Mm-hmm. So what if in a VR environment I was able to work through that, so then when I was at home in my physical environment, I, I had a, a better tool set for kind of dealing with that. But let's take that into sexuality, because it's the only times you get to practice your sexuality are when you're having sex. sex. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really, if you've experienced a, a sexual trauma or or you have a, an intimacy problem within your relationship or there's been an emotional damage between you and your partner, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, once a week we're going to have sex. Once a month we're going to have sex. And that's the only time to work through this struggle that we had together. Mm-hmm. Whereas... Maybe in the VR environment, you could work through whatever that thing was or with, yeah. a, with a coach, with a therapist on your own, almost on a daily level so that when you had the opportunity to experience intimacy with your partner, it, you know, you had more than just the 12 times that you had, you know, opportunity to have sex that year as a parent. Um you know, I would say, like, you, there, are, there are struggles that come with couples 
who have had infidelity in, in their relationships. Yeah. And so you have this intimacy problem that you have to work through with your significant other and the only times you get to work on it are when you're intimate together but you're also kind of mad yeah. right yeah. so like we're yes we need to work on this thing i really don't want to look at you right now yeah. and, but but maybe someone comes up with an application to work through that through virtual reality mm-hmm. so i think again as we look at we look at some relationship issue, we look at disability, we look at experience, we look at old age, we look at disease. I think there's some real opportunity there. Yeah. Not to take away from the fact that it's really getting close to what we want porn to be. It's just fucking fun. It's really <laughs> fun to have it there in your environment. Yeah. This is a totally different perspective having it in virtual reality than it is having it on a screen. And I can definitely see this having benefits, just just like any other kind of pornography, that this could have benefits for some people, and this could go to a really dark place for some people. And those people may not know until they actually try it. That's the unfortunate thing. I mean, it's just like anything else. Like, you don't know who's going to become an alcoholic. You don't know who's going to become addicted to gambling. Um... It's like, so, I don't want to downplay it, but it, it, because it's, it's their sexuality, but there are some, there are some people like with the marrying of the sex dolls yeah. and stuff like that is that's a very fine line between is this healthy for that person? And if it is fine, that's their thing. Inanimate object, you know, go for it. Yeah. Um, but if it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. I can also see this being an outlet for people that have proclivities that maybe they cannot get fulfilled. You know, staying safe and consensual is obviously something that I talk about a lot with people. And that's the way for BDSM is it needs to be sane, safe, and consensual. So perhaps if there's something that somebody's wanting that does not fall into those categories, VR could be a way for them to experience it in a safer, legal way. I don't know how you film it, is the only thing. Well, there's places in the world you can film anything. Well, but also, is there any VR porn that's just animated? Oh, yeah. There's lots of 360 environment. Um, yeah, I would say that the, culturally, the Japanese probably solved that problem like, years ago. <laughs> so then, then, yeah, then there, right there is... Again, it gets into the... I don't think that having something out there in a virtual world is then going to make somebody necessarily go out and do something harmful or illegal. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who think that if you expose kids to gay culture or teach them about gay history or what it even means to be gay, that that's going to make them gay. And one of my favorite memes out there right now is I learned about World War II, but I'm not looking to invade Poland anytime soon. Right. So, again, with that same thing in mind, that this could be that environment where it gives people an outlet and a release for something that is not safe, sane, or consensual, or legal, uh, and lets them just play it out in a fantasy world without going out into the real world and trying to do those things. Right, or what if you want to experience something, but you're not sure yet that yeah. you want to experience Ooh, it? This could be a way for people to see, like, do I maybe like seeing something as a perspective from something that's same-sex, or... 
Um, even just a, like a BDSM act, you want to see what it's like to look like you're tied up or what she looks like cuffed and gagged in front of you or, yeah. Yeah, and there, so as a, as a tester... So many mind, ideas. <laughs> and then coming back to coaching, again, for you, is if one of the partners is like, uh, I don't really know about this thing that you uh -huh. want to do. Uh -huh. Well, can we come... Or, or even if it's a flat-out no. Like, I can't fulfill this for you. Love you, babe, but go to VR and get that fulfilled for you because I don't want to do anal or... Yeah. Either way, I think it could be a way for people to see some different things that they may never have tried before. It could be a way for people to get the fulfillment because their partner won't or can't do those things for them. Uh, so many ideas now. Yeah, and you're going to walk away with with even more. Uh, you know, there will be those moments uh, later on. Some of the other, like some of the disability stuff obviously came much later because I spent, you know, the first couple of months of uh, having the, the Oculus uh, looking at, you know, other, other different uses and, and utilizing porn simply for pleasure. And then it became later that I was like, well, damn, there's a million different applications uh, for this that aren't just about jacking off. It's, you know, the, again, the, the potential for exploration, intimacy, connection, reconnection. And maybe that's a, uh, me seeing more of the, the positive sides of it. Because I guarantee you, there is a person that as soon as I showed them VR porn, they're like, this is going to be the end of the world. <laughs> People are going to stop having babies. Yeah. Well, maybe we should slow down on having babies. But um, just because I think that we're overpopulating the world, but that's another conversation of another podcast. <laughs> hey, says the girl who has no children to the guy that has three. So. <laughs> Man, I'm really interested in watching the Star Wars porn just because I really Wars. Yeah, it's so, uh, you know, our fandoms. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, you want to talk Captain Marvel? I found it. Yeah, here is the, uh, here is, here is a safe environment to play, uh, to play within that, to play out that, that fantasy. Yeah. And so that, that, it, again, it, for some people it's that, uh, chicken or egg question. Does this lead to more problems or does it stave off these problems? Like, I don't, you know, I don't want some guy, like, trying to sexually harass every Captain Marvel that he sees at Comic-Con, right? But does, yeah. but does having the ability to see that in his own home environment keep him or her from doing that thing? And I think we may even see a different type of, uh, a different type of celebrity, a different type of porn celebrity come come out of this. Because we don't have those, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. for, we don't have those, like, the Jenna Jamesons. Ooh, here's a 360. Let me watch that real quick. So I want to see what that looks like. Keep going. Yeah, there's, you know what? You're right. There is no Because Jenna she, Jameson. you know, at that time, that late 90s, early 2000s, porn was really, like, we were, we were getting into high quality you know, very well done. Women were getting more involved in mm. what porn was like and the scripting and, the, you know, the, the industry itself was addressing some of the issues it, it was having around safe sex, which I know we're still dealing with in some regards yeah. today, but they, they were starting to really face it 
head on and glamorize the idea of safe sex within porn and and the the women of porn the you know now the Stony Daniels and, and people like that mm -hmm. uh, they really kind of took control of their career there yeah. they haven't had that there's a lot of amateur stuff reality style yeah but I think within the within the VR world there we may see a resurgence of that within the people that uh, that can take that on VR porn made to order that might be a whole new company. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, I'd really like to see this thing that I can't in any way experience. But I can experience it here. Okay, that 360 didn't work. This one's marked as premium, so I guess you have to pay for that. Yes. Okay. You know, you know how Pornhub works. Yeah. Don't front. Yeah, I... <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to click on something yeah. and make you have a charge. They so. reel you in there. Um, yeah, I think the 360s are actually harder to find free, it looks like. But, I mean, that's okay. There are, there, there are definitely some in there. Um, I think that the... So, uh, there is a difference to uh, blending a 360 video in editing and some stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The 180 is much simpler to shoot. Plus... Ooh, okay, I finally found a virtual one. Let's watch that one. Uh, plus the experience. If I am, you know, sitting here doing the thing, trying to achieve a goal, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily give a shit what's behind me. <laughs> you know, in, in, that, in that 360 environment. Yeah. Um, so, like, this one didn't come at me like the other one did. Like, it's not... It's still kind of the screen in front of me. Mm-hmm. Rather than... Being, like, I've tried to mark it to full screen, but it didn't quite go. Ooh, and this is... <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting not too bad with, with uh, animation here. Skin still looks kind of waxy, but... You know, you know how... That a way better than it used to be. At times that that's done on purpose. The uncanny valley. So that valley. you know that it's fake. Your brain does not like fake skin oh. your brain doesn't if it gets too close but it's still not right there mm -hmm. your brain goes that's not a human I, i'm uncomfortable okay. this isn't safe <laughs> right? okay. so actually there are uh something you can look into later it's called the uncanny valley but if you uh if you go research it though thank you for that they actually will dumb down animation to the point where people are comfortable with it <laughs> I'm sorry, what he's doing to her vulva and her labia right now is just hilarious because obviously the hands aren't really the best animation, so it just looks like, I wish you could do this on a podcast, but he looks like he's um, doggy paddling side to side, up and down on her labia. And gentlemen, that's not a real thing. Are you taking a picture of me right now? I may, this? yes, I may be for you to use. <laughs> DJ, DJ Volva remix. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. He's just going, to go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's see. Sir, what do we got here? Now he's just playing with boob skin. All right, so, I mean, that pretty well answers all my questions about VR porn, and it's been interesting to try. Uh, I'm definitely open to hearing people's commentary of what they think about VR porn or if they've tried it. So what's the most you've ever spent on a sex toy? 
Uh, and let's over a hundred dollars. Okay, so you want you when you're ready, exit out and let's do some Q and A. Okay. How do I? Here we go. Oh, it'll you take it off. It'll shut off on its own. Okay. So I know you don't want to take it off, <laughs> uh, but actually my face was getting uncomfortable. So. So, well, yeah, and we could, you can change the settings. They're very soft and adjustable. You can clean the, the inside of the mask. Uh, yeah, it's really weird to get back into... Daylight and reality. Yeah, yeah. the environment, Ooh. because you are, you're there. You're immersed. So, you're looking at something like this, which, again, I would say is entry level. You know, the Rift is more. It's like buying a small computer, the you know, there's uh, lots of different companies that are making them. And Sony has their own for the uh, uh, for the PlayStation. Um, you know, check out the reviews. But if you were looking at entry level, something fun to add. You know, this is you you're getting into really good, high quality VR for two hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you and your partner could have one. Mm -hmm. And, and do the things there, the experiences, however that works. If you have a long-distance relationship, buy one as a gift and send it to them so that you can have experiences together. Yeah. Um, but also you have the additional environments. So it's, it's more than that from a media perspective. You have the ability to watch movies. So one of the things that you didn't do, we kind of talked about it with the Pornhub that was not VR. Mm -hmm. But if you watch Netflix on here, you can choose a theater setting, and it is, it's like sitting in the screen land by yourself. Gotcha. And you have whatever size, because you can change the size of the screen, in front of you, mm -hmm. but you're not paying, you know, for the movie ticket, and the popcorn, and the yeah. drink, and the thing, um, and, and you can still stream at that same high quality level. Same thing with porn. Uh, maybe I don't feel like sitting in those seats at the gym theater down on Troost. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's not the cleanest environment. Yeah. But you or you and your significant other could uh, could go see theater-style porn mm -hmm. together in virtual reality. Yeah. So much potential. So what did you think? What are your takeaways? My takeaways is I think that there's a lot of potential for people who, again, like I mentioned, have the proclivities that maybe aren't very mainstream. Maybe they live in a small town and they don't want to go out into the real world to try to find somebody that can be the partner that they're looking for. Again, or they're scared and they just want to try something out virtually first before mm -hmm. asking their partner for it or things like that. There's a lot of potential. That's what I see, is a lot of potential. Good or bad, well, but yeah. um, no judgment here for... And, and what is, that's that, like, it's also got me thinking, what's the next step? Because this yeah. is a pretty big leap. Yeah, and really how long has this been around? No, a I, year, two years? Uh, it's It's been a few, so we may be looking at, uh, you know, five years or so of, of decent quality, which is going to keep going and going and going and going. Just like technology, just getting better and better. Yeah. So the, you know, and Facebook bought the Oculus. So 
you also have to think about some comfortability issues there when you're choosing. Yeah. When you're choosing your company, um, you know, as a person who buys and sells data and ads and moves that stuff, I'm very aware of how that connectivity is and how it works, and I'm comfortable with it. But a lot of people are not. Yeah. And so. You, we like to think that we're safe looking at porn on our laptops. No, we're not. You're sharing that data. Oh, yeah. But this really brings it home. Like, uh, how, just how comfortable are you uh, with, with your porn choice? So I, I think there, from a, from a privacy standpoint, there's still some things to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's just a real, uh, the technology is, is a really cool leap forward, and I'm excited to see what the next what the next version of it's going to look like. Uh, Facebook Oculus is releasing, it should be any time now, a version of the Oculus that's uh, like as high-powered as the Rift, which is their big one. Okay. But it doesn't need to be plugged into the computer like the Go. Okay. So the Go is kind of like the iPhone of The Oculus Go? The Oculus Go, because you can download apps into it. They're not like... Uh, you're not a gamer. No, I'm not no. a gamer. So, uh, you know, it's not like you're going to play the next Red Dead Redemption or Batman or, you know, whatever the Skyrim, the next big game is that's out. You're going to play that on the go. Okay. Uh, you are going to play it on, on the other ones. The yeah, I've had, a, I've had a bigger one on my head before when I played a Star Wars game at a okay. friend's house. Yeah. But that was, that was like two years ago, I think, when we did that. Yeah. Or at least a year ago. It wasn't like this past holiday season. It was the season before that. And that thing was huge. And so that's more for gaming, whereas this could be a cheaper... and accessible. Casual entry point. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for taking the time today to show me VR porn, Steven. Absolutely. Traveling into another dimension of sexuality. (laughs) Quite literally. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Steven. Yep. Thank you, Kristen. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. You can find me on Facebook at Open the Doors Coaching or Instagram and Twitter at Open the Doors KC. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast, of course. But if you really want more tips and advice from me, then join my email newsletter by visiting my website at OpenTheDoorsCoaching.com. My theme song is original music by Matthew Kusa. Until next time.